Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations That Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. I hope you are enjoying these inspirational interviews, and they help you to discover how to make the decision to overcome childhood trauma, develop self-love, and live a life of peace and joy. Today, I want to address boundaries. You may not be comfortable with boundaries because you were never taught what they are, how they look, or even how to set them. Often, our boundaries are defined in our home environment when we are children. Values play an important part in identifying your boundaries, especially setting them as a child, which builds our confidence in how we declare them. Sometimes the clarity of boundaries is a no-brainer. You may know in your gut or your conscious, your subconscious, what you will allow and what you absolutely will not allow or put up with. Listening to and acting upon that message is your choice. More commonly, boundaries are hidden from our consciousness. In my experience, I have come to understand how my subconscious knows what boundaries I want to set and also knows that I am entitled to set them and have them respected or honored. It is the experiences from my past that control how I react to the boundaries or I don't react to the boundaries. So how do you, how did I, retrain my subconscious to begin setting boundaries? The first step was understanding that I was entitled to take a stand and own my power. Was it scary? Absolutely. However, there came a time when the desire to set my boundaries was greater than my fear to silence them. The second step was practicing. I'm not suggesting that you take on a huge boundary to set as your first experience. And only you can determine what is a big step and what is a doable step. Set a boundary that only you know if you are standing firm and holding it. Like, for instance, I will drink four glasses of water today. Stay with that practice for however long you need to feel comfortable and to feel confident that you have set the boundary. Then take on another boundary. Again, keeping in mind how big of a boundary you want that to be. The third step is honoring your accomplishments. This is where self-love steps in. Temptation to dismiss your boundary setting is a tool to undermine your strength and your courage to live a life of peace and joy. For me, I was breaking old habits. The habits felt as a part of me, just as the color of my eyes. It's hard work to think, feel, and act in healthy ways that serve you. The great news is that you are capable of recreating your life, your habits. The inner dialogue you create is controlled by your choices. I thought for years that I had no control over my inner demons, my inner voices. The stronger I got at setting my boundaries and the more confident I became in holding that space, the more comfortable I became in silencing my inner critic. I want to change gears a little bit, explaining how boundaries work and understanding them. I had an experience the other day which... To tell you the truth was the reason I wanted to share this show with you. So the scenario is I'm in this office. I notice a person that I interact with 
who repeats the same habit of taking on responsibility, apologizing for any situation that clearly they are not a part of. And I am human, just like all of us, and I begin to label that experience as annoying. But I want to give a little hint here that not everything that happens in life is about you or about me or in this situation about this person. So one day this person comes up to me, who, by the way, I have extremely limited interaction with, and takes it upon themselves to share with me that they don't like the way I look when I'm in deep thought. And I assure you that their observation was not in the form of a compliment. First of all, the whole thing I find absurd, but that's the scenario, so I'll stick with it. This is about subtle boundaries being crossed. Do you see how the boundaries can control us if we are not quick to call it for what it is? There was a time I would have been hurt that I didn't please this person by the way I looked when I was thinking, which for the record shows you how much I've grown. What remains to intrigue me is that this person has yet to apologize for stepping out of line. They aren't so quick to apologize like they were before this experience happened. Yes, there's a lot more to this story, and there are different scenarios. But the point I want to make here is that it's a good example of how boundaries can be so subtle. For me, being aware of my boundaries frees me from going down the rabbit hole of not being good enough, or there was something wrong with me that I had to fix to please this person. The truth is, is that there is nothing wrong with me. That's the way I look when I am in deep thought. As I think about, it's amazing how absurd it is. Keep that in mind when someone is making a complaint against you, passing it on as a form of supporting you. Maybe they are supporting you. Maybe they aren't. That's the boundary. You get to decide if their contribution is supporting you or if it's not supporting you. And you get to decide how you want to receive that information. Once they have shared it with you, it is your decision. It is your choice. Hear my experiences and decide that I had something that you didn't, therefore excusing you from changing your life. And the reason I bring this up is I want to emphasize to you that it took me a lot of time, a lot of years, a lot of tears, a lot of anger, a lot of patience to learn boundaries, to learn self-love, to apply boundaries and self-love into my daily life. I want to encourage you to be patient with yourself and not to dismiss that you have the same ability that I have. It's a daily choice in our daily lives to decide what we want to do with each day. The truth is, is that we all walk our life experience alone. We gather support along the way. And that support can look like this show. That support can look like a therapist, a coach, a trusted friend, a group, whatever that may look like. Nobody knows how it feels to be me. Nobody knows how it feels to be you. That's why judging one another or even judging ourselves is completely pointless. 
I do know that we, as human beings, are all born with the same entitlement to live as we choose. The experiences that we have are what can derail us from living a life that we choose. But that doesn't mean that we still don't have the same entitlement and that we still don't have the ability to take on how we want to live our lives. Boundaries is a tool that we can use, that you can use, that I can use as a way to structure how we want to live our lives. It all comes down to the decision that you want to make in your day-to-day life. But I want to give you a quick example or a quick a little tidbit here. Sometimes when I'm setting a boundary, I will second-guess myself. And I will think to myself, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or I didn't have the right to do that, or I was wrong, or whatever setup you want to use. And this is where it's important to honor your immediate intuition and to trust yourself. This all fits together into a very neat little package. Maybe you were wrong in setting a boundary that didn't fit the situation. So what? If you feel like you need to apologize, then apologize. But before you take that step to apologize, really ask yourself, am I apologizing from a point, from a place of old habits, or am I apologizing because I truly believe in my heart that I owe an apology for overreacting? Another consideration is the way you receive a situation may not be the same way another person receives that scenario. So there's a lot of points to consider when we're setting our boundaries, when we're establishing our intuition. It all comes down to having self-compassion and grace for how we set up a life that will bring us peace and joy. I hope that you have learned about boundaries a little bit on this. It's a huge topic in my book, How to Love Yourself, The Hope After Child Abuse. I do explore a chapter in setting boundaries that might benefit you from from learning about it and from practicing it in your daily life. On the next episode of Conversations That Heal, guest host Janine Zunk will be sharing her expertise on healing from stress, including ways to calm down your nervous system. And yes, this also includes PTSD, post-traumatic stress, which I believe a lot of us have, but we all have it on different levels. And it's interesting, they're finding that there are different levels of experiencing PTSD, and they are starting to label it, they being the experts who study it, who are intimately involved in how it affects our lives. I will be back on November 2nd to continue Conversations That Heal. Please contact me at susan at conversationsthatheal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support us in reaching listeners who are in search of living a life of peace and joy. Above all, please remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. Have grace upon yourself for your actions and that what you are learning. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Heal. 
I hope you enjoy Janine's talk on our next episode, and I look forward to connecting with you on November 2nd. Until then, take care. Yeah.